Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Hey, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I've been saying it like that since I got it, too. I figure why stop now? A lot of people get bored with stuff that works for them because they just want to do something different. Sometimes, man, repetition is good. Sometimes repetition is good over and over and over until it becomes second nature. And then it's almost like you ain't doing it at all. That's what I've found. That's just a little piece of information. Y'all probably already know that, though. Sometimes I'm just a reminder. That's it. All right. I've got a good one for you today. Yesterday, the other day, I was talking to you about the most effective weapon available to us as human beings, I think, is prayer. I think prayer helps us in so many ways. But right now, what I want to do is I want to show you how prayer pays off. I want want to show you what good it can do for you, even me. I use it every day. And and the days I don't use it, I feel it. You know, the days that I go, you know, without talking to him as much, I notice it. I feel it. I feel a certain kind of way. You know, those, uh, those, that doubt starts slipping in again, that uneasy feeling of uncertainty slips in again, that, that wondering what I'm going to do starts slipping in again. It happens to me. It happens to everybody, man, I think. I, re- I really, really do. You know, if people would just keep it real with each other, stop being this Christian, this Superman, because you ain't. You ain't. There's a scripture that says there's none perfect. No, not one. That's everybody. That, that that cover all of us, don't it? So sometimes I think we're a little too hard on each other uh, with that too, seeing as how we not perfect. We immediately want to just, just, oh, man, we just want to kill when we find somebody do something wrong, especially if it go public. Everything go public now called social media. But anyway, I just want to talk to you about how prayer pays off. I mean, it's called the ROI money. People got money, call it ROI, so return on investment. People are always looking for a return on investment. You know, nobody nobody in business really gives you money without understanding the return on investment. They don't even give monies to charities unless they think it can do something with the bottom line. A lot of companies work like that. I found that out myself. Sad, but it is true. So since everything is expected to work on a return on investment, I assume because we're human beings. So since we're all human beings, whether you're in business or or not, you're still in the business of living. I think when you pray, you should expect a return on your investment. You talk to him. You spent time opening up to him. You bowed your head to him. You humbled yourself. You got on your knees. I mean, but really we're talking God here, so really what you're doing ain't really about nothing, be honest with you. The little bit that you do do on his behalf, it it, it just pales in comparison with what he does. But let's just say you want to call yourself investing. Well, let me show you how it pays off. This Because, see, for me, this is for me now, prayer pays off in different ways. That's what I had to learn. See, I was praying 
but I was asking him specifically for what I wanted. I had the audacity, though, to turn around and tell him how to do what I wanted. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I can't tell you how many blessings I blocked coming my way by putting my faith in what I said I wanted and how I wanted him to do it. I want you to give me this. I want that person to go away. I want this person to accept everything you say. Then I want to go over here and I want this deal to happen like this. And I want that person to just step aside and let, let me through. And then I want that. I, was, I had it mapped out. God must have been chuckling really hard. <laughs> he had to be going, boy, I made you to be funny, but boy, you're funny now. So you're going to tell me how to do it. And you've all heard this right here. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Well, that's what I did. And that's how we pray a lot of times. We pray, and we pray in the prayer we're telling him how to work it out. Well, here's the deal. This is what I've learned. Prayer pays off in different ways. There's a different return of my investment when I pray. See, sometimes when I'm praying for something, a situation to dissolve itself or go away, sometimes I get courage out of the prayer. Prayer provides me courage. That's just to go on and look at it, I guess. Face it. Then sometimes when I'm praying about a situation, sometimes prayer gives me hanging power. Sometimes, man, it just I look up and I'm just handling it better. Sometimes prayer gives you laugh it off power. Sometimes, man, you just got to laugh it off. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you tripping. Do you know what that is if you could do that? You know, sometimes it gives it gives you a show of strength, power. Sometimes prayer allows you to have the appearance that you got it all together. Nobody got to know the whirlwind, the, the tornado, the hurricane that's swirling in your life. You standing over there like the eye of the hurricane. You just, and it's all swirling around you, but you standing there like the eye. You just as calm. That's what prayer does. So when you pray, man, it builds up a lot of things in you. You know what it's done for me? Prayer has built up character in me. It's made me have more character because I'm able to stand stronger on the things I say because I've been praying, because I've been asking God for all of those return of investments. I've been asking God for courage. I've been asking God for hanging that power. I've been asking him to give me the power to walk away. I've asked him to give me ignored power. I've asked him to help me laugh it off. I've asked him to show me strength. But you know what I was doing? I was really praying, not really for them things, be real with you. I was asking him to help me. Lord, help me. You ever done that? You ever asked God for help? And then all of a sudden a list of these things show up? See, sometimes how you want the problem to be solved ain't the best way. There's a lesson to be learned when we make mistakes. And sometimes you got to stay in that fire and you got to learn that lesson. But guess what, though? When you come out of it, you're going to be better for it. You're going to know more about it. Come on, y'all, pray. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You done tried everything else. Look where you're at now. What about prayer? 
Yeah, people kill me, man, trying to talk me off this hustle right here. God ain't this and God ain't you on the, you on the Lord left me. Lord don't leave nobody, man. Look at your decision. God has never left you. You turned your back. You went the other way. You tried something else. You 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 took another swing. You went another route. You looked for an alternative solution. That was you. That ain't never him. He's solid. His word is true. It lasts forever. He do what he say he gonna do now. All day. All night, 24-7, he 24-8. He do it all day, all night, and then some more. His word don't ever change. It's true. It works for me. It worked for you. It worked for Jakes. It worked for Osteen. It worked for Kirk Franklin. It worked for Paula White. It worked for Billy Graham. It worked for Mother Teresa. It worked for Gandhi. It worked for princes, Arabs. It worked, man. It work for you. What you waiting for? Why don't you put prayer in your game? Watch what happened to you. You sitting in that jail cell and you struggling with it and they telling you blood in, blood out, you can't get in. You That's foolishness, man. What you mean? God can get you out of anything. Look, man, if you done read your Bible, he done got some people out of some sticky situations. I don't know what you talking about. If Daniel was in the lion's den and Jonah was in the belly of the whale, what you talking about? Where you are? You just sitting in a cell with some dudes around you talking about what they going to do. Man, you got to be real. God can't nothing do nothing. Nobody can't nobody do nothing to you. God won't give you the strength to handle. Prayer changes things, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. I'm the one they left behind, but I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they went to Punta Cana and didn't even take me. I didn't even know they was going. Damn. <laughs> but I'm here holding it down with everybody. What's up, Carla? What's happening, J. Anthony Brown? We are back fresh from the Dominican. What's going on? Welcome back. Did you bring me a T-shirt or anything, some sand or seashells? Mm. Nothing, nothing, mm. nothing, nothing. Mm. Really, really. Mm. All right, we, holding it down with me also. Who did not go? Tommy, what's yeah. up, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the building. Uh, I got one question for Carla. Uh, yes. What has happened? <laughs> Where's my uncle? Where's, Where's everybody? Where's Junior? Where's our we, 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 we y'all can't go nowhere and come they back home. They can't go no damn uh-uh. where, man. What's wrong? Uh-uh. What's the problem? I don't know what's going on with the crew. I'm here. I barely made it. You know, we were here yesterday, but today, I don't know. I guess the jet lag has set yeah. in again today. So, you know, some folks y'all may be a little bit under the whole the team weather. fall apart. What is wrong with you? I'm y'all, trying man? to tell you. <laughs> That's when you kick it too hard, Jay and Tommy. So that's kick all you're going to leave it. You don't know where nobody is. You, you, you ain't gonna, you, you're going to just, just get the top of the surface. That's how you're going to do me. I'm going to tell you like they was calling me and saying it so. Hey, allegedly. <laughs> where is my uncle? Where, where is Shirley? Uh, and where Shirley, is Junior? Junior? Yeah. What have you done I don't know. with we these people? We got to hold it down, though. We got to hold it down. Did y'all, did y'all all go there? Were y'all all together? <laughs> yes, we were. We were all on the same flights and everything. We were all together. <sighs> we had a fantastic time. We thanked everybody yesterday. I mean, y'all ain't been at work either. Why well, y'all well we've been here holding it down. We've been here mad. No, you haven't. <laughs> we've been doing other things now. We've been doing some other things. We had barbecue duties, girl. Man. We had stuff to do. <laughs> 
Labor Day, huh? Labor Day, Day, girl. Yeah, boy. We've been we've been doing it while y'all were gone. Yeah. You know, sometimes you had a house to yourself. It's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Well, him. you were greatly missed. You were greatly Were we? Did they ask about us? Oh, absolutely. Everywhere we turned. Where's Tommy? Where's Jay? They were looking for you guys. But it was a fantastic time had by now, all. Steve Harvey Sanders soul. It was so successful. We are doing it again. Good, we'll, good, you know, good. stay tuned for the big announcement. But it's all good. Yes. Yes. Junior told me yesterday, he hit me up on the phone. He did call me. He said, there was a white lady down there looking for me. <laughs> Wait, no, it, Jay. A couple Damn. of them. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you missed out, Jay, boy. <laughs> Cheryl Underwood, she's exhausted. I heard Apollo was good, Carla. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Apollo. We did Apollo Live. You know, Steve hosted that. That was fun. Did you they know, boo did the people thing. for real? Oh, from the gut? Oh, from the gut. from the gut. Same thing. Dominican Harlem, same thing. Apollo, baby. Rules okay. don't change. Well, here or not here, we're going to be stupid no matter yeah. what. We're going to make right, it All right, so coming up, 32 after the hour, J. Anthony Brown, nephew Tommy will tell us what they have been doing. They have been We either. had some fun. <laughs> uh-huh, inside of something funny. We'll be back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today, okay. the crew, we are here holding it down. Right, Jay Anthony Brown, nephew? Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. Y'all left us. Now you're now yeah. talking to us. Didn't yeah. call us yeah. the whole time you was gone. Didn't hear from you. Didn't even call or text yeah. or When you nothing. go international, y'all change. Y'all really do. <laughs> we get y'all Hollywood how, with it. Yeah, we y'all get real get brand new. Y'all go over nah, nah. water and They got Puta Connor with it, man. I can't believe y'all. <laughs> Santa's soul. Did you survive? Oh, my goodness. All right, so the real question is, what have you guys been up to? What y'all been doing? Y'all ain't been at work either. What y'all been <laughs> What you been doing, Tommy? What, I, you, you know what? what? I uh, barbecued my butt off this past holiday. I did. Okay. I did. Now, now, on the real, though, y'all know I've been, like, on a strict diet where I've only been eating fish, chicken. That's the only type of meat uh-huh. I've been eating, right? Okay, so no red meat. So no red meat. But, mm. you know, when the family, when you're cooking for the family, you gotta cook red. You gotta cook everything. So yeah. I got six, eight rab, eight slabs of ribs on the pit. Mm-hmm. I got everything. I got sausage links. I got brisket. I got everything. Mm. So I called myself dipping away caller. Check it out now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take me a bite of one of them doggone ribs. That's what I'm gonna oh, do. No, I really. slid away and took a bite of one of them ribs. And uh-huh. let me tell you, you I had the yeah. headache of a lifetime because I hadn't had really? it. Really? Oh, it put me into something. It oh, put was me it worth something. it? The headache? Was that one it? bite was good, but it wasn't worth <laughs> that headache. Oh, it wasn't. It was not worth that hating. You know, you. I, they say you. I, they say I should have uh, bit it and spit it out. You know, I should have oh, tasted get it. Oh, get the taste. Yeah. Yeah, how many times I've done that? And <laughs> okay. Good <laughs> anyway. But anyway, I barbecue, play with the kids, uh, have fun at home. That was my thing. Okay, so I, that was your weekend. What about you, Jay? I went to every damn movie that's out. I seen everything. What I did seen, you see, Jay? <laughs> see? Oh my God! I seen Alex. I seen uh-huh. them crazy puppets. I seen <laughs> Searching. I seen Alpha. I seen everything. I seen my twenty-two miles. I seen uh-huh. everything. Now I didn't even pay but one price. I just that's what I was going to ask. Did you keep going out, yeah. coming back yeah, in? Yeah, man. I- <laughs> Jay, you're not supposed to do that. So you Jay's supposed to get pass. caught doing that, but that's what I do. 
so you were in the movies, huh? So, okay. I had a good time. And watched a lot of TV. A lot. No, yeah. I did that. A lot of I did that. Yeah, now, what's well. your show that you can watch over and over? Mine is L- uh, uh, Law and Order. I can watch Law and Order. You know what, Jay? Yeah. It's going to sound crazy. I'm Forensic Files. Really? On just, HLN? On, on HLN. I could just, like, take it out for the night. Now, let me tell you what's bad. Uh-huh. This is what's bad. When you fall asleep, uh-huh. like like I like what was it about last week, I fell asleep on Law and Order. Right. Uh-huh. But I woke up in the morning thinking I had a court case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. I did. I no. thought I was finna do five years. <laughs> I thought see, McCoy see, was I watch forensic files so much that if they uh-huh. play one I've seen, oh, that's the one where the girl had the guy in the basement. I know that I've seen that one. You know what I'm talking you about? You seen right. that one. <laughs> I know I'm like that. I know I'm like that. And speaking of TV, we're going to talk about this a little later on, but the Bobby Brown story last oh night on BET. Oh, We kind of exposed too much. Man, I mean, lot, Janet man. Jackson, if you know. Yeah, nasty. Wow. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't I know. had no idea. I had no like idea. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about I still about love Bobby me Brown some story. Janet, though. I tell you that. I still do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about that at the top of the hour in entertainment news and next hour. So you guys been watching TV. I'm sure you watch all the funerals and all that stuff. So uh, I watch one funeral. <laughs> yeah, that we, we'll leave it at that. Like, uh uh-uh, uh. Okay. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Ca- you watched it. Call. Call. Okay. We could have broke it up in a couple of days though. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> but it was outstanding. Now it was the bomb. The number one was, phrase for that funeral was. Is it still on? That's, yeah. that's all I got to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it I got to say. Aretha Franklin, yeah, it was the queen definitely. of soul. Yeah, rest in peace. Yes. Okay. You will so be now missed. we know what you guys been doing. Like I said, we survived Santa's soul. It was a fantastic time, and y'all been watching TV. So I watched a lot of TV. Did you get in the water, Carla? Um, Let's see. You know that. Y'all go all the way over there to some blue water and don't get in it. Did you get in the water? <laughs> but the boat ride, I did have my very own boat. I had a party boat, so I did. The boat uh-huh. ride was off the chain, so my hair got got a little wet. But I wasn't in there like swimming or nothing, you know. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. No, no, no. All right, it's just right. a look. Just I was sexy. Well, one thing, one thing about black women can go to a pool party and not get in the pool. They can make it happen. Oh, I've they, seen right. it. oh no, no. <laughs> this is this is this is swimsuit. Sarong and, and pumps, and yeah. we're gonna make this thing happen Sit right around here. the pool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a foam pool party that we hosted Shirley, myself, and Cheryl, and, Je- I saw and that, Junior. Right. Yeah, so it was foam. Everybody had a good time, though. Everybody enjoyed themselves, vacation, all inclusive. It was fantastic, Santa. So you hear I'm a little hoarse, hollering and partying, my feet hurt. We, we just had a great time. That's when you had a good time. When your feet hurt, that's when you yeah. really had a good time. No, when you come back horse, yourself. that's when you really had yeah. a good time. Yes. <laughs> Voice gone, hair messed yeah. up, feet hurt. Yeah. This was good. You had a good time, boy. <laughs> we had a good time. So hit us up, too, on all social media at Steve Harvey FM. If you survived saying and soul, if you had a good time, we're still taking your comments about the event, the weekend, the whole nine. So, yeah, hit us up. All right. All right, mm-hmm. all right. All right, okay, all right. All right. We, we didn't go. Right. Ain't no pictures in it with us, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how was that, guys? What did you do? So, Jay, you said you went to the movies. Watched that, a lot it? of television. A lot which, of television. Which I means we watched a lot of commercials. Oh, that's my what God. That means. Uh, What's uh, your favorite uh, one, Tommy? What's your favorite one, man? You know what? I like it when the gorilla show up with the glue, man. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's and the one ain't I like. nobody scared <laughs> at all. Right. 
No, so, nobody's so, frightened because the, yeah. the gorilla got glue, right? Y'all cool yeah. with the gorilla? <laughs> Mine is one Alexander, more, Graham, Alexander Graham Bell in the theater on the phone, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I I'm love one. It. You must want two. I'm one. You must want two. I love Jay, that one. Jay, too, what man. about the, the owl that's got the bathrobe on in the uh in the bathroom? <laughs> that was all cute. All right, we gotta go. We gotta go, guys. Coming up next, nephew, you're up. Run that prank back right after yeah. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about Woo! last night. Woo, child. Bobby Brown's story Bobby. on BET. Bobby, did you see you. it? Yes, yes. <laughs> also, in national news, we'll get the latest. Uh, Miss Sam will give us the latest on Tropical Storm Gordon. That's affecting our neighbors along the Gulf Coast. And plus the chaos yesterday during uh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh's uh, Supreme Court confirmation here. I did watched you hear that. The, yeah, watched did you see that. the that protests? Really? And, yeah, a lot going on with that. But uh, what you got, nephew? Run that prank back. Well, you know, every man has to has to has to get this done when they reach a certain age. Carla, Jay knows all mm-hmm. about this. But you know what? I make it convenient for you. You don't have to come in. I come to you because I am who I am. The prostate checker. The oh, prostate goodness. checker. Run that prank back, Jay. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, a Roger. This Roger. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a PSC. Uh, I got you on my schedule. I'm supposed to come by your house tomorrow morning at about 7.15. I just want to give you a call and uh, give you a heads up and let you know we will be there about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work you at... Say uh, you're, oh, you say you're a who? I'm a PSC, sir. I'll be okay. there I'll be there tomorrow. I got you on my schedule uh, for Monday morning, and I'll be there uh, at least about 7.15. From my understanding, you go to work at 7.30 and... Uh, my procedure's only going to take a couple minutes, but I wanted to What's just, just kind of give a friendly call and let you know that I will be by there tomorrow morning. What's a PSC? PFC? What'd you say, a PSC? PSC, sir. PSC. I will be there tomorrow. I've been in business uh, probably for the last, uh, I guess, about 13, 14 years now. What is PSC, specialist? What you do? Oh, you're not, I'm sorry, you're not familiar? Uh, you got me on the schedule. I ain't signed up for nothing. Oh, I got you on my list here. I don't know who put you on here, but you, it's been paid for and everything for me to come by and, and do my job. And like I said, only take me a couple minutes, and I'll have you on your way. How do you uh, get my number? Say, say again? How did you get my phone number? Sir, everything I have, I got I got 20 stops tomorrow, and I got you scheduled as uh as my uh, as my first stop tomorrow morning. I don't know. I got your phone number. I do have your address. Are you at Drive? Yeah, that's my address, but I'm not scheduled for nobody to come to my house in the morning. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm not going to be here. Right, right. My understanding, well, you, from my understanding, you pull out about 7.30, and I'm going to get there at 7.15. Like I said, my, the, the, you know, the procedure only takes about two, three minutes, and, and well, I'll be on my way. Who told you about every, all my information? You know, when I leave home and everything, who is this? Like I say, my name is Greg. I'm a, I'm a PSC, and I'll be there. Okay, you said that already. I, you'll, you'll see me tomorrow. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to give you a friendly call here on Sunday and let you know that I'll be there uh, I'll be there about 7.15, and we'll get you taken care of, and then I'll let you get on your way to work. You still ain't telling me what, I'm supposed, what you're supposed to be doing. Sir, a PSC is PSC. I'm a prostate checker, and what I'll be doing is coming in and checking your prostate tomorrow. Oh, hell no. Nah. You ain't coming here to check my prostate. I get my prostate checked by my doctor. Who Who was you talking about coming to check my prostate? Not at my house you ain't coming to check my Sir, prostate. You, I, and, and you know what? I get this all the time. I get a lot of people that, that are in denial, a lot of men that that, that claim that they've, man, they've got it. my prostate is fine. I had my prostate checked just the beginning of this year, man. You don't need to come to my house. 
checking my prostate. So Thank a you. lot of people, a lot of men are in denial, saying that they got it checked and they got it. And a lot of times we find out they haven't, and 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 there has to be a reason. If I got you on my list and it's paid, somebody has paid $125 for me to come by there and check it. Well, you should be happy you paid $125. This is the less job you have to do then because you're not coming to check my prostate. Sir, I'm going to check it. Now, I'm going to be by there tomorrow, and I'm, at 7.15, I'm putting my rubber glove on with a little bit of gel on it, and I am going to check your prostate, and then I'll let you get on to work. Well, I tell you what, that rubber glove ain't going nowhere near me, homeboy. I tell you what, you bring your on over to my eyes if you want to. It ain't going to be pretty, and it ain't going to be nice with you and your rubber glove. Sir, Somebody sir. might have stick a rubber glove up your when I'm done with you. Don't be coming about my high time by checking my prostate. Sir, sir, do you realize that this is the leading cause to black men? Do you realize man, that? I understand that, man. All right, they got three out of five black men. Three out of five black men are lost every year man, because of prostate this, cancer. So you ought to be very grateful that someone is sending me by there to check it and make sure you're okay. I'm grateful that I can pay for a doctor that I go to every, every uh, once a year, man. You don't have to come to my house talking about sticking no rubber glove up me, man. What's wrong with you? Sir, sir, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. My job is to give you a friendly call and let you know that I'm coming. All right? Well, I, now, tomorrow you, morning, listen, I don't want to hear any more of it. Tomorrow morning, I'm there at 715, and you're going to get your prostate checked whether you like it or not. Well, you bring on by here then. I sure be here. You bring your bad Thank you bad enough to come over here and check my prostate. You bring your on. I'm going to check on. it. So you just be ready at 7.15 that you're going to get your prostate checked. Yeah, I'll be here. I'll, I'll let be you here. go you on the work. On. Case closed. You come on over here if you want to. You know my address and all my what time I go to work and everything. You you bring your bad on over here if you want to. I don't care if I got to come over there, sir, and hold you down and check your prostate. I'm coming to check your prostate at 7.15 tomorrow morning. Oh, I tell you what, you bring your bad on over here, you, you think you know who I am, what I need over here? You come on over here and you do what you got to do. I'm going to be what, over there tomorrow you morning. You're going to be checking something else besides me. You're going to be checking your own. You bring your on over here if you want to. See if I don't get you up out of here. I'm be coming to my house with that. Baby. Baby, you you tell somebody something about I need a prostate check or something. Somebody on the phone talking about I need a prostate or something. You bring your yeah, I tell you what, I'll be here when you get here. You bring your over here. I will be there tomorrow at seven fifteen in the morning. You come your with my glove on. You might walk your over here. You might be wheeled away from this. You bring your if you want to. I'm gonna have my glove on tomorrow, and I'm gonna be checking your prostate at 7:15 in the morning. You want to tell my checking the prostate? You gonna be checking your own prostate? Cause I'm telling you what, I got something for your. You come over here. You bring your bad. You think you're bad enough to come over here and check something over here? You come on with it. I got one come more on thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Then what the hell you got to say to me now? You didn't tell me it's not. What the you got to tell me now? Are you listening to me? This bring on over here. You're going to be here. I'm going to be over there, but I got one more thing I want to say. Are you man, listening? What you got to say to me, man? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? <laughs> Who are you? Who you say you was again? <laughs> hey, man, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. Hey, this Chris Johnson makes me see Harvey, man. Hey, Tommy, boy, man. You all right, Roger? Boy, y'all about to make me go out.
I'm wondering who the hell gonna come out uh, of somebody's house to do a prostate check, man, on a regular basis like that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so got me, man. I'm gonna get him back, boy. I, I can't believe he do me like that. I'm gonna go over there and check his prostate. You know, I don't even think he get here checked on a regular. I want to have somebody come check mine. <laughs> hey man, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> he was through with you. You play too much, nephew. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to play too much and be just straight up ignorant. You ready for this? What? September 27th, 28th, 29th, and the 30th. That's right. Mm-hmm. Added another day. Nashville, Tennessee, Zany's Comedy Club. The nephew was coming to town. That's 27, 28, 29, and 30. Get your tickets. They on sale right now. I'll tell you now, Friday, Saturday, sold out. I added Sunday. Added two shows on Sunday. So get it while the getting is good. And uh, it is what it is. Laying in the cut, Toledo, Ohio, the funny bone, October 11, 12, 13. So if you're in Toledo, get ready. The nephew, stupid, is coming your way. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up yay, next, yay. entertainment news. We'll talk about the Bobby Brown story. And uh, Joffrey Owens, the actor from The Cosby Show, you remember him as Elvin? We'll talk yeah. about him uh, coming up. He's in the news at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk about this. Colin Kaepernick's his uh, Nike ad has everybody talking. So we're going to talk about that it at looks 20 good. minutes after. It's a great What'd you ad. say, Jay? It's a great ad. It really yes, is. Yes, it is. It is. It is a very good ad. So we'll talk about that in 20 minutes. But first, Inside Entertainment News, last night was part one of the two-part miniseries, The Bobby Brown Story, on BET last night. Did you guys see it? it Fill was. me in, Carla. Woo, let me tell you. Well, social media is going crazy this morning. It is trending right now. I mean, sex, drugs, cocaine, his marriage to Whitney Houston. Uh, he had a relationship with Janet Jackson. Wow. I mean, I did not know. I had heard that he had a relationship that him and Janet yeah, kicked it back in the day. He had relations with Janet Jackson. Not a relationship. Oh, more my God. Relationship. That was a lot, if, if you're saying what I think you're wow. saying. Boy, and that scene, they showed this scene where Bobby uh, was dating Janet, and later on they got together at a hotel room. Now, she was with uh, the DeBarge the guy. Remember, she was dating him, and she got married to the DeBarge guy, so she was already involved with him at the time, according to this movie, according to Bobby Brown's story last night. And they got together, and it was the sex Smack scene. Smack it up, flip it, it, rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's BBD, do me, baby. <laughs> but it was long. This scene was really, yeah, really was, long. Yeah. I thought it was too much. And then he throws her out the hotel room in this scene. She didn't have any clothes on. It was a whoa, lot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up, back up. Yeah. Throw Janet out? Yes, yes. Naked? Yes, yes. Yes. Oh. Well, she didn't well, have a top on. That's when your career is really skyrocketing, when you can throw Janet Jackson <laughs> out your room. Ooh, you really I, got it together. Or you crazy as hell, one of the two. But, Jay, if one I just could have been in the room across the hall, though, you know Man. what I, I take you in. Man. Just, just okay. cross the hall, set my tray out to see that. What? Yeah. What? Whoa! 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 
Get in here. God, let me Whoa. take care of you. Girl, get in here. <laughs> it was a lot. You. It was a lot. It was just, I, I don't know. That scene just threw me threw me for a loop a little bit. But anyway, the movie starred Woody McCain, who starred Bobby Brown in the new edition, you know, uh, miniseries. Who that did we a saw. good job. He yes, he is. Job, he right? is. Yeah. And the movie picks up where New Edition, where that movie dropped off, and it touched on Bobby's scandals, just like I said, his marriage to Whitney Houston being the father, his drug and alcohol addictions. And um, part two is tonight, and uh, we'll see the conclusion now, of of the Bobby Brown story. Yeah, I have Jay. a question. Since they're doing Bobby Brown, they've done Whitney. I know. I know where uh, you're going. You know where I'm going? Yeah. Will we what? see the Johnny Gill when story? When is Johnny's story? <laughs> RT, when we gonna do Trez story? We see Ricky's story. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be watching tonight. We'll talk about more Bobby Brown later. We'll watch it. If they show it, we'll have to watch it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 seconds and quickly in entertainment news, other news. You guys remember Elvin from the Cosby Show, actor Jeffrey Owens. You know, he had been job shame somebody took a picture of him working at trader joe's store in new jersey and man who's got a job that is yeah and he opened up about it on good morning america yesterday he was devastated about the pictures that had surfaced about him but he's cool now he's receiving a lot of support and also tyler perry has offered him a job on own tv tyler will show up won't he yes yes he respects his hustle yep 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 (laughs) All right, we got to get going. Jay, please introduce Miss Ann. We got a lot of news to get to today. Y'all, Miss Ann Tripp with the news. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. This is Ann Tripp, and let us get gets going. States of emergency, first of all, declared in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama due to Tropical Storm Gordon. One child, unfortunately, killed yesterday by a falling tree, thanks to Gordon, just west of the Alabama-Mississippi border. African-American Ayanna Presley about to become the first black woman elected to Congress in Massachusetts. She beat current Democratic Congressman Michael Capuano by 18 points. He's very popular, very popular Democrat, but she beat him by 18 points, and there are no Republicans running. Judge Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination hearing got underway yesterday a little late after Democrats and protesters repeatedly interrupted things. Chairman Chuck Grassley gaveled in the proceedings as California Democrat Kamala Harris Harris and protesters tried to stop him. I welcome everyone to this confirmation hearing on the nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Mr. Chairman. To serve as Associate Justice. Mr. Chairman, I'd like Supreme to be recognized Court, for a United question States. before we proceed. And there were dem- there was a lot of protesters in the back, and when they removed some, they were replaced by others. Democrats want to see the hundreds of thousands of additional pages of documents concerning Kavanaugh's judicial record, but the Republicans continue to refuse to turn him over. Eventually, Kavanaugh made his opening in rather general statements. A judge must be independent and must interpret the law, not make the law. A judge must interpret statutes as written. A judge must interpret the Constitution as written, informed by history and tradition and precedent. Some 70 protesters were arrested in all. The questioning begins later on this morning. By the way, the father won the student shot to death at Florida's Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, in February, attempted to shake Kavanaugh's hand yesterday. But he says the Supreme Court hopeful refused to shake his hand. It was outreach. He pulled his hand back, turned his back on him, and walked away. Fred Guttenberg's 14-year-old daughter, Jamie, was one of the 16 children killed that day. Judge Kavanaugh reportedly is against imposing bans on high-powered weapons. Chicago Mayor Ron 
Rahm Emanuel has announced that he is not going to seek a third term next year. Emanuel saying that while it's been, quote, of a job, a lifetime, it's not the job for a lifetime. Finally, one of the reporters who helped bring Richard Nixon down is out with a tell-all book about Donald Trump. Bob Woodward of The Washington Post has a new book entitled Fear, Trump in the White House. In it, he claims that current and former aides have called the president an idiot and a liar and disparaged his judgment. Trump calls the quotes and stories in the book a con on the public and a fraud. Finally, today is not, not National Pizza Day. Everybody likes pizza. Ears up, Steve Harvey Nation. Find out if Uncle Steve is smarter than Junior. We'll be back 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, okay, unless you've been under a rock, you've probably seen Colin Kaepernick's new Nike ad. Go to Steve Harvey FM on the gram on social media. We do have that picture of the ad posted. But if you haven't, it features a black and white close-up of his face with the words, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything. Everything. So now Mm. this ad has evoked some strong emotions on both sides of the issue of kneeling during the national anthem to protest racism, police brutality, and social injustice. While athletes like uh, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, even Tom Brady are in support of the ad, the National Association of Police Organizations fired off a letter to the Nike chairman and CEO saying that they're calling for a boycott for all of Nike products the way they see it. What? Featuring the former NFL uh, 49er is a slap in the face to those who actually sacrificed their lives uh, for, you know, patriotism. And President Trump was also critical of the Nike sponsorship deal with Colin Kaepernick saying he thinks it's a terrible message, but added that the company's ability to is, you know, to make its own decisions. And that's what this country is all about. So guys, what do you think? Nike has used it to their advantage because they've got so much free publicity out of this man and mm-hmm. they're going to make money off of it. And the fact that they're standing behind him, I think it's a great move. I think it's a real good move. Why, why is it that we can keep telling you what this really is about and you mm-hmm. keep ignoring what it's about? Why, why do we Because that's to what keep... they do, Tommy. You know, they we, spin it, Tommy. They turn it around every We can time. tell you from day one that, that that this brother took a knee for injustice in, in this country, too. And police brutality. And right? police brutality. So, so my problem is we keep telling you what it's about. And you keep coming back saying we're disrespecting the military, and that is so far from what this man was doing initially. He and he still is 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 still kneeling for the same thing, and y'all still keep coming back with the same response, as if we yeah. disrespecting the flag. And he's not doing yeah. that at all. Nike's I mean, it's, missing it's, a great opportunity outrageous. to have a good ad, though. You know, for the people setting them on. How about this? Nike's they on fire. Get them. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, they, they, yeah. the, they did say people are, are putting a, a setting the sneakers on, yeah. on fire now. So oh, my right goodness. There. Yeah, they setting them on fire now, Carl. Yeah, cool. Well, you know what? I'm I'm Nike head to toe now. There you go, Nike. <laughs> there you go. You supporting us. We're going to ride with you with yeah, that. Yeah, we're going to ride this, with you, Nike. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, unbelievable. And you're right, Tommy. The, you know, the president and all of these other people, his constituents, they're twisting this, and it's not what it's about. And why would the NFL be against the military Come and on, against man. the flag? That doesn't make any sense. Right. 
Come on. That doesn't even make any sense. All right. <laughs> if you want to comment, go to Steve Harvey FM on social media. We keep these conversations going. Coming up, we're going to talk about it. It's trending right now. The Bobby Brown story last night on BET. Did you see it in the car? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, last night, honey, 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 we talked about this earlier. Part one of the uh, two-part miniseries of Bobby Brown, the movie last night on BET. Did you see it? Social media is going crazy right now. I mean, they touched and talked about everything. All the scandals, uh, sex, drugs, cocaine, Whitney but Houston. Janet, out the room. Janet is where you Janet got Jackson, call if you're Man. nasty. I mean, yeah. you know, everybody is on. Somebody tweeted, oh, let's wait a while. Hashtag Bobby Brown. I'm not going to be putting my friend out in the hallway. You're not going to oh, do that. Oh, my goodness. So the movie started Woody McCain, starred as Bobby Brown, and the story picked up, we said this earlier, where the New Edition movie dropped off last year. Everybody loved the, um, a few years ago, the New Edition movie. And the movie talked about Bobby's solo career, his marriage to Whitney, being a father. Uh, you know, we talked about this Janet Jackson scene, if you saw it. That's just what's been wow. trending right now. Unbelievable scene with that. You wasn't looking um, for that one, were you? No. You wasn't looking no. for that no, I had I had no idea. I heard about it, but I had no idea. Imagine how surprised like Janet that. was when it happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> you better talk, Jay. If you, if you think you were surprised. I know Janet's sitting there going, what the? <laughs> yeah, but with a very low voice. I can't believe you turned that mm. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I get my time back, please? Just throw it in the hall. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. But let me give a shout-out to actress Gabrielle, Gabrielle Dennis. She played the role of Whitney Houston. You know, you may have known, you've seen her on The Game, on TV shows mm-hmm. like that, and a couple of movies. She did her thing as Whitney. Gabrielle put it down. Makai Pfeiffer, he played the role of Tommy Brown, Bobby's brother, and, you right. know, his Makai manager. always good. Oh, very convincing. It. Yeah. Very convincing in every and role And the guy, who, the Bobby, man, this boy's got the moves and everything. Woody. He's got yeah. it now, man. He's yeah. Got... Dancing like him. Uh, yeah. He had the look, the haircuts, the different phases of Bobby. I mean, we saw how he got with Teddy Riley and how yep, they yep. met. Yeah, and how Bobby wanted, you know, when he went solo and how he wanted this aggressive sound. Because, you know, everybody is always arguing about when Whitney said Bobby was the king of R&B. And he was. He was like the original to do this type of aggressive R&B and dancing. He changed the game. He did. But he got with great producers, though. I mean, he had a vision and he got with the right people to help him produce the sound he had in his mind. That's great. right, Jay, because yeah. Ralph Tresvant, there was a scene with him and Ralph Tresvant, and Ralph said, if this is what you want, if this is kind of like your vision, you got to get the right producer. Yeah, you got and Bobby to, knew right. that. Yeah, and he worked with Babyface. He did. He did. And L.A. Reid, but Teddy Riley was that my prerogative, that sound that uh, uh, you know we know and love that with Bobby. That was the key. That was the key, yeah. Yeah, and that's where we saw Genuine and Usher and all that opened the door for them to have the styles that they had. To me, in my opinion, Bobby was the original doing that. I have a question. Since we've seen the Bobby Brown, I asked this before, but I'm going to go in a different direction. Will we see the boys to men story? Because we don't Mm, know their story. The Jodeci story. Will we see the the Jodeci story? Yeah. Yeah. 
mint yeah, condition. I want to see that yeah. story. How about yeah. the heavy D and the boys? Come I'll on, but, now. but then I want the silk story. Hello. <laughs> Come on, now. Come on. Keith Sweat story. Yeah. I want mint the 112. Don't, don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> Give me that 112 oh. story. Hello. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of comments on social yeah. media by Bobby Brown. Um, shout out to uh, Denisha Hopkins. We know her as Raina St. Patrick, baby girl from Power. Oh, really? Uh-huh. She's starring as Bobby Christina okay. in the movie. Yeah, okay. yeah. And she looks like her. She looks like Bobby Christina. So part two tonight, we'll see the uh, conclusion of the Bobby Brown story. And I think I it's going to get I want to see the H-Town story. Well, I yeah. mean, where them boys at? <laughs> And I call it, is it anybody you think might get thrown out in the hallway tonight? Anybody that, that might, who's going to come out this hotel room tonight? Well, I think this this part two is going to be pretty heavy. It's going to talk about later in his life and the, the divorce with Whitney and his drug addiction and uh, his relationship with his daughter. And, and, and you okay. know, he dealt with a lot of death and a lot of tragedies in his life. Bobby did. So it's going to get heavy tonight. So we'll watch part two. And uh, hit us up, social media, talk about it. All right, Check nephew? it out. Yeah. Yep. You got a prank call coming up? I got a prank coming up next. You know, I'm going to keep it stupid for you because that's what I do. So hold tight. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so coming up at the top of the hour, we got the strawberry letter. We will mm. handle, we will do the honors for Shirley and Steve and the crew. We'll get to it. But, Nephew Tommy, you're here with a prank call. What you got, baby boy? If you can't talk straight at the barbershop, then where can you talk straight? Mm. This right here. This prank is the barbershop. Custis Brady. Uh, Brady, how you doing, man? My name, my name is Dennis, man. I got a haircut from you a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what's up, Dennis? What can I do for you, brother? Hey, listen, um... I wanted to get an appointment with you, man. Uh, like I said, I was there a couple weeks ago, man. My first time getting a haircut from you. Did a real, real good job, so I want to say thank you for that. All right. No, not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. Do, do you have any um in, in, any time uh, available on Thursday? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you come up there Thursday. That'd be fine. What's, what's, what's your name again, bro? Uh, Dennis, man. Dennis. Okay, Dennis. Well, I, I can get you in, Dennis, about, about 3 o'clock, man, something of that nature. I mean, you know, I normally work out appointments, you know. Come okay. Come three. Three o'clock, you'll be there. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there right three o'clock. Okay, hey, hey, I, I, I got a little bit of situation though, man. That happened last time I was there. I kind of wanted to talk to you about it, man, because it, it kind of caught me off guard. So I, I, I wanted to holler at you, man, and, and see if we could rectify the problem before I came back up there. What happened? Was somebody disrespect you or something? I mean, what, what was the deal? Well, well, um, it, it really wasn't somebody, man. It, it was, it was, it was, it was actually you. Me? Well, I mean, what's the well, here's the deal, man. When you was cutting my hair, when it when it was time to turn the the, the chair, you you didn't turn the chair with, with 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 your hand, man. See, Brady, man, you you turned the chair with your with your private part. Oh, come on, bro. Say, Dennis. I mean, Dennis. I'm a professional, man. I've been doing this 15 years, bro. Right, right. I don't think it's anything uh, deliberate, man. I think you just do it unconsciously, man. Because you know you be leaning over on the chair cutting. And I think you don't realize, you know, you be turning the chair with your private part instead of doing it with your hand, man. And see, my hand got caught out there, and I saw it out the corner of my eyes. I saw your private part coming towards my hand. I moved it just in time. You understand? No, bro. Now, now, now see, Dennis, I'm, I'm not understanding something, bro, because I don't, I don't, we don't operate like that around here. Cause, 
You know, I I don't make mistakes like that, bro. I mean, you know, I don't know. You you sure you're talking to the right person, man? Yeah, I mean, ain't you the third chair on the right when you walk in the door? Yeah, that, that is correct. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, man. And you cut me two weeks ago, and like I said, I really like my haircut, so I want to call back and rectify this problem. But, you know, you're going to turn the chair with your hand and not your pride part. If not, we're going to have a problem. Okay, but I, I, I feel you, and I understand your, your complaint and everything. I mean, I, I'm not understanding what you're saying, but, but I don't do that. You know, but I mean, we, we, we'll be glad to, you know what I'm saying, give you another cut or whatever, you understand, man? You know, but but I don't move nobody you know, around with my private, man. You know, that's just not me. You know? Okay, I understand what you're saying, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. If you put your private on there at all, when I come in there Thursday, then I, I promise you I'm going to jump up and we're going to have a problem. Well, 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 well see, now, now, now right there, Dennis, I, I'm not I'm not feeling that jump up having a problem because, you know, you, you don't really know me like that, bro. You know I mean? I'm, I'm trying to be professional here and, 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 and solve your little issues that you got, you understand me? But, but all this jumping up and, and stuff you're talking about doing, I, I don't know hey, about man, all that stuff. I'm trying to come in and get a nice haircut and walk out with a nice haircut. What I don't want to well, do well, is come down there, you lean over, put your private part where I got my arms and my hands at, and I got whooped your Now, that's what see, I don't... See, 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 you're nah, nah, you, you starting to, you're touching me wrong talking about... You're talking about I'm okay. touching you wrong. You touched me wrong two weeks ago when you put your private on my hand, man. Thank you, folks. I ain't nobody touch you like that, tell you. feel me? Say what? I don't know who the hell you think you're talking to, man. You know, who you doing right on here, Hey, dog, all I'm trying to say is a brother trying to come in and get his hair cut and walk out feeling like a man and not walk out feeling violated, man, because you didn't turn the chair with your private part all up against my hand and my elbow and stuff, man. Hey, 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 hold up, hold up, boy. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember you like that. I'm a grown man. Say, bro, you know, I, I, I tried to talk to you, you feel me? But now you're going to rub me wrong. Ain't no punk flying here, you understand me? But ain't no punk flying there. Then keep it off my hand, then. Hey, say, say, hold, hold up. Let me tell you something. Say, man, we don't play that over here. You bring your stupid over here. I'm going to tell you right now, you get backed up by this You understand me? Hey, hey well, quickly. We don't play no over here. This, is, this ain't a salon. It's a barber shop. It's real I hear what you're saying, but let me explain something. Quit using your hips and your private section like a pinball machine. I'm going to tell you right now, I will push up on your You come up with that you understand me? I Hey, dude, I'm just trying to come and get a haircut. I'm trying to get a haircut and walk out of there like a man, feeling like a man. I bet you I'm going to open you up, boy. from the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, man. <laughs> you play too much, do I mean nephew. Do what it do? That's all I want to know. <laughs> do it do what it do, baby. You the king, baby. Yes, sir. Nashville, Tennessee, the nephew coming your way. That is September 27, 28, 29, and 30. All right, Thursday is about gone. Saturday and Friday and Saturday sold out. Sunday, just about gone. Just a few tickets left. The nephew will be there. Get them. They on sale right now. Laying in the cut, it's Toledo, Ohio. The Funny Bone, October 11, 12, and 13. October 11, 12, and 13. I'm headed to Toledo, Ohio. The Funny Bone. Nice. That's yeah. my birthday weekend. Is it? Uh-huh. Mm, come on. I'll up be there. turning 50. What? What was that? I didn't hear it. What'd you say? Uh-huh. What'd you say? Fifty this year. Yeah, you Girl. gotta say that loud. Yeah. 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 You know what's I hesitated. I was come scared. On over here. But come you know what's in store here. for you? Discounts is on the way, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> AARP. <laughs> Get they your call. They find you. They will yep, find you. Yep, 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 yep. It's all good. You're healthy. You're yeah. looking good. Yeah, hey. Yeah, you oh, got a job. You. You're working. Yeah, you know. Truly yeah. blessed. Truly These are yeah. blessings, baby. That's what this yes. is. Yeah, truly blessed. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, Jay. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we survived Sand and Soul. We're back. Some of the crew I is heard, out today. I heard. Uh, y'all came back with your voice gone, all tired and glassy you come eyes. Back. <laughs> you come back. I've been sipping on tea this morning. It's y'all come better. back missing people. This people missing right. <laughs> Where's Shirley? Where are? Junior? And Junior. <laughs> What's the deal? Y'all went out to party. We got to send out a search team for the rest of the people. We don't know mm. where the hell they at, man. Th- that's when you kicked it too hard. You kicked it too hard. You Me and Jay might go next day. year. Me and Jay might fall off We in might there. go down there. Yeah, everybody were looking for you guys. Come on and join the Especially party. Especially I heard there was a white lady down there looking for me. I I'm, I'm, hate I missed that. Yeah. She might have, she might have been going to serve you some papers, Jay. You don't know what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We got the strawberry letter coming up at the top of the hour. Concerned father or jealous ex-husband. Write it four uh-huh. minutes after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're coming up at about 41 after the hour. We are going to talk about it again all morning long. The Bobby Brown story. Did you see it last night on Bobby! BET? Yep, Bobby! yep, yep, yep. Bobby, we are going to talk about it at 41 after the hour. But and right now, me. it is time. What, nephew? What did you tell me I could do at the top of 9 Eastern? What did you tell me I could do now? In about an hour or two, you're going to take some phone calls. What you going to do, nephew? Come on, now. We had, we didn't have a big Labor Day weekend. It's time to confess, baby. <laughs> huh? It's midweek. You want to yes. hear it, huh? I, I, I'm not here to help you, but I want to hear what you're going through. That's all. I just want to put it out there. We're going to take some calls at the top of 9 uh, uh, Eastern. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So in about an hour... And uh, we got all of that. Bobby Brown, phone calls, it's a lot. So stay with the Steve Harvey Morning Show. But right now, it is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, you can submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Come on, nephew. I will do the honors in for Shirley, and you guys will hold it down for Steve. Come on. All right, let's get it. Buckle up. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. 
All right, the subject is concerned father or jealous ex-husband. Dear Steve and Shirley, I am a recently divorced man with joint custody of my children. On the day that our divorce was final, my ex-wife and I, we went out for drinks and then back to her place to play a little game of hide-and-seek, if you know what I mean. We only did that once, and for the past six months, we have not had sex or anything close to it. Not too long ago, she told me that she has started dating again. So here's the problem. She wants her new guy to meet our son and daughter after dating him for only two months. She also has a girlfriend, which took me by surprise. She is definitely living her best life. But anyway, she also wants her girlfriend to be around our children. My ex-wife's boyfriend does not know she has a girlfriend, and her girlfriend does not know that she has a boyfriend. Obviously, this concerns me because my ex-wife is playing both sides of the field and wants to involve our children in this love triangle mess. I told her that she needs to end one of the relationships before someone gets hurt. She told me that I was flat out jealous. She told me that I'm jealous of her just because I can't get over her and that I don't want anyone else with her. Mm. I am a concerned father and I could care less who she's getting it on with. It's just not a good look for my children. So, of course, I have to say something. What should I do? How do I fix this without looking like the jealous ex-husband? I'd be there. Mm. Yeah, wow, this is a lot. Mm. Yeah, Mm. well, Mm. well, let me just say this. First of all, you might be just a little jealous because you're only human, but Mm. you still have valid concerns, and you have a right to have input or say so as to who is around your children. Your ex-wife wants to bring her boyfriend and her girlfriend around your children. So now what kind of example is she setting for them? You need to show your children, you know, an example of a solid relationship. You know, you're flaunting your boyfriend and your girlfriend around. Your boyfriend, you've been only dating for two months, plus your girlfriend around your children. Maybe as a suggestion, you need to ask your ex-wife to establish some boundaries. Maybe you can suggest that when she wants to date or, you know, maybe you can have the kids on the nights that she want to kick it and do all the things that she wants to do. Maybe you can also suggest to her that um, she introduce the kids to the right person when the relationship is going to be more stable. You know, you know, she's only been involved, like you said, with this guy for two months, and you, we don't know how long she's been dating the, the girlfriend. Um, I know you can't tell your ex-wife who to date you know, in her love triangle. You do have to let her live her life. But honestly, you just can't stop her from doing what she wants to do. Let's just be real about it. But you have to monitor your children and just let them know within reason what to expect. I mean, this is real life. And, 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 you know, maybe you just have to break it down to your kids. You know, your mom has a lot of friends. It's just some ways that you have to handle it. But I think you really have the right to talk to your ex-wife and say, listen, you know, we got to have some boundaries. You just can't be just wilding out in front of the kids. Lead by example. Show them an example of a solid uh, relationship. And that is uh, my response for today. Jay, what you got? Uh, totally, 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 totally. Let me give you three more totally. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> totally. 
I'm uh-huh. just throwing more in there. Totally disagree. <laughs> you totally disagree? Everything uh, you just said. <laughs> and I talked to the dude. See, first of all, don't uh, nobody on this show got more X's than me. You know what I mean? Let me let me say this. Let me start by saying this. Anything she's into that keeps her from calling the law on you and bugging you by child support payment, do, do, leave her the hell alone. Dude, trust me on this one. Count your blessings. Between her boyfriend and her girlfriend, her time is going to be jammed the hell up. She ain't going to have time literally. to be fooling with, literally, fooling with you. You are such a blessed man, and you don't know it. Stay oh, jealous. Stay on that other side where you are. Leave her be. Leave. You know how grand people, grand old people tell you, leave them people alone. Stay at them people. You need to stay at them people business, boy. Don't worry about her. She is fine. If she wants to pick up skeet shooting, duck hunting, whatever it is, man, pottery making, painting houses, fixing cars. You know what? You're crocheting. I mean, Not crochet, TV, whatever she into, she ain't bothering you. You need to focus on you. Them kids done seen what she doing. They going to be fine. Dude, dude, trust me on this one. Leave, and the old people, what the old people say, Tommy? Stay out. Stay, stay out them people's business. Stay out them people's business. I don't know business. why you crossed the street over there in the first place. Why, why are you, you over, over there? there? <laughs> Those are his children, Jay. What I'm, I'm saying, stay out them people's business. You ain't but got it no is business his business. There. Those are his kids. Tommy, what does old people say when they find you someplace you ain't got? What is you doing over here in the first place, Robert? What is you over here for? Stay out these folk business, now. Nah. Yeah, do your mama know you over here? What the <laughs> Stay out of And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> hey, Jay, in the words of my mama, what's this I'm hearing about you over there messing with Melanie there? What is you over I, there? Yeah, for? what you doing? <laughs> all right, coming up, we'll have the nephew's response at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we are in the middle of part two of today's Strawberry Letter. Subject is concerned father or jealous ex-husband. I'll do a recap uh, quickly. This recently divorced man, he has joint custody of his children. He and his ex-wife, they hooked up like one time right after they got divorced. and uh, But they've moved on since then. And she is dating a guy. Uh, she's only been dating him for two months. And so she has a boyfriend and... She has a girlfriend. So now she is telling her ex-husband, he's the one that wrote the letter, that she wants uh, her children, their children, to meet the boyfriend and the girlfriend. The ex-husband is concerned about that. He thinks that she's it's too much, this love triangle, and uh, he's concerned about his children, but he doesn't want to come across as a jealous ex-husband. He has asked for advice as to what he should do. Nephew, you are up. Now, come on, Tommy. He really asked for some help with this. Don't let, let, then, no, no problem at all, Carla. I promise you. Legitimate help. Honestly, Good. I think you should take your ex-wife out to dinner. I think you guys should sit down and have a very good conversation. You should let her know that you don't condone 
the activity that she's doing, but just tell her I'm not going to knock what you're doing because this is maybe the new you. This is what you want to do. But Mm -hmm. I am concerned about the well-being of our children. So if you could possibly, for me, as a parent that's concerned, how Mm -hmm. about you keep this completely away from our children? Just keep this activity away. I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to stop. I, I, I can't tell you what to do but i'm asking you as the other parent would you do this for me so our children won't be you know tied up in the middle of this does that make sense i'm speechless it it makes sense nephew that was great well i mean that was that that was a great answer that's what i was saying you know shouldn't expose her children to all this lead by example you know have a solid relationship what I would Tommy the, uh, say? I gave you the Thomas Miles answer, you know. You yeah, want, that was great. That was great. Okay. What would so, nephew Tommy say? That's oh, what now, I mean. if you asking Tommy, oh, then oh, here we go. What oh. do the girlfriend look like, boy? Huh? Let me tell you something. Had we, look, if we knew we had a girlfriend, if we knew she had a girlfriend, we wouldn't have got divorced in the first place, boy. Listen to me. <laughs> Figure out a way. Figure out a way to get yourself into the party. See if they got a little wiggle room so you can get back here, meet the girlfriend, and let's be one big happy family. That's all I'm saying, huh? Huh? If she like two, she like three. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just one more. When they like two, it's, trust me, they three like and three. four yeah. can enter into the room. Yeah. It's just I'm one more. Yeah. It's just one more. Yeah. So that's and, no and, and the other thing is, you're going to need somebody to hold the camera. I mean, come on now. Hey. Oh, are we making videos now? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we making videos. Because let me Sex tell you tapes? something. I done been in there with a selfie stick. It's hard, but it I worked it out. I worked it out. It's hard to do with it. Sometimes you got to hold it. Sometimes you need her to hold it. Sometimes it'd be good for a third person to hold it. What? what? Oh. Again. Oh, I'm the only I one. Damn, how many times I heard that and paid good money for it? I'm the only one that been in the room with a selfie stick. I'm the only one. <laughs> yes. So. Y'all ain't never been in the room and say, "Baby, hold this right here. Hold this right here." There no. It is. There it is. <laughs> ah. All I'm saying is, if you know, from a Tommy perspective, if you want to have some fun, it's time to go back now and explore what your ex-wife is doing. Don't be jealous. Get in the game. Yes, that's where so I that, would be. So you got right. Thomas and you got Tommy. Which one did you like yeah, the best? Which I, I one? like uh, I like Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I never like nephew Tommy. <laughs> if you want if you Thomas like Miles, two, like three, man. I if you it. want Thomas, then hey, come on, man. Take your take your take your ex wife out, sit her down, and say, hey, hey, come on now, let's let's do this mm. uh, decent and in order. If I don't even want to call this decent, but let's at least have some order to it, where our children are not in the middle of this crazy triangle you got going on. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. That's one way to look at it, Carl. Another way to look at it is... Leave them people alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, Jay, you were saying what? For those that missed your answer, you were saying... My my comment was stay out of other folks' business. Leave them people. Like old people tell you in a minute. Lead him, stay out of the people business. RJ, RJ, you remember when you was in school and somebody be drinking uh, a nice cold soda and uh, they get halfway through, you be like, hey, save me, son. Tell your ex-wife, hey, 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 save me, son. Save me, son. I can't tell me times I heard that and paid good money for it. Save me, son. Save me a little bit. You know, just a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, the ex-husband did ask 
for some advice. And, you know, my answer earlier was that, you know, he has he needs to talk to his ex-wife about establishing boundaries and introducing uh, people that she's dating to the children, their children, when, you know, there's some more stability, longevity, and, and when it's more solid relationship. He is you know. jealous, though, Carl. Yeah. Yeah, I said jealous. that. Yeah. I said he yeah. might be just a little jealous, yeah. but, yeah. you know, it's nothing he can do about it. It's her life. He can't really honestly tell her right. what to do. Right. But, you know, but he then still it has a, a valid weird. point. Then it sounded a little funny that right after the divorce, we go back to yes. her house and get our yes. boogie on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I he mean, did. yeah, he mentioned What's that, that called? The, the last one? one? Is that what that is? This, this our last time. How many times <laughs> you heard that? Let me tell you, Henry, this is our last time. Uh-huh. We're going to go on, get it over with and go our separate ways. This is it. This is our just, last Just call yeah. before you go over there, partner. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. That was very unusual after divorce, that one uh, more time, and now she's in this love triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody I've seen good. leave the courtroom and left cussing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen nobody leave. <laughs> and we're going to go back to the house, get a drink, right. and get our boogie on. I ain't never no, seen no. that. Right, 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 right. If it's over, it's over. All right, if you have any comments on today's Strawberry Letter, you can email or Instagram us your thoughts at Steve Harvey FM, or you can even go to Lips by Carla and comment on today's Strawberry Letter. But coming up in about 10 minutes, we will have more highlights and discussions from last night. Bobby Brown story on BET Bobby! Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew Tommy, you want to talk to the people? What you got going on? What is this midweek confessions at the top of the hour? What is it now? Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's Labor Day weekend, midweek, yeah, <laughs> hump yeah. day confessions. That's what this okay. is. <laughs> Labor Day midweek hump day confessions. This is where you call the nephew, and you don't give me your name. You can use any fictitious name, mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. you give us a call at eight seven seven twenty nine Steve, and you confess anything that you did crazy, anything that you want to get off your chest. Just remember, find you another name, okay? Goodness, yeah. <laughs> You know. 877-29-STEVE, give the nephew a call, and uh, we'll get to your calls at the top of the hour. But if you're in your car right now, you're at work, everybody at the job, I'm sure they are talking about the Bobby Brown movie last night, part one, premiered on BET. Man, man, oh man. This movie was really good, and we have to give a shout out. Shout out to Woody McCain. He played Bobby Brown. This boy right here did mm. the doggone thing. Didn't he? Man. Yeah, he put it down. And also Gabrielle Dennis. Gabrielle Dennis, you've seen her on the game. She did her thing as Whitney Houston. Both of them were very good, very convincing. Makai Pfeiffer played Bobby's brother, Tommy Brown, who was his manager. So the movie kind of picked up where New Edition story left off, where Bobby was kicked out of the group, New Edition, and starting his solo career. And um, he had to go back home and try to, you know, get his thing together and see how he was going to really pursue his solo career and not just sing R&B slow songs. You know, he wanted that sound, that edgy sound. And uh, Ralph Tresvant had advised him that you can do it, but you need to get with the right producer. And then, voila, we see Teddy Riley, mm. and we see how that relationship, how they got together. Uh-huh. What would you say, Jay? Jim Jam, Terry Lewis? No, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. Okay. Oh, Teddy Riley. I meant to say Teddy Riley. My bad. Teddy, Teddy Riley. Riley. Yeah. Teddy and then, Riley. And, um, and Babyface. And Babyface was in there, right. too. 
Yeah, Babyface. Babyface is written for everyone. Yeah, yeah. L.A. Reid and Babyface, you know, they were doing their thing as well, and uh, they were big time. And so Bobby got with them, too, and he appreciated the beats and the sound that they were giving him, but he wanted that edgy sound, and so that's why he really wanted to get with Teddy Riley and that sound that blew him up, my prerogative. And then Mm. Bobby started, you know, he started making it big and and selling records, and, you know, he performed at a concert in Georgia, and the police had warned him about doing all that sexual gyrating on stage and all of that, and they told him not to do it, and he did it. But come to find out, he did it on purpose to get arrested because he wanted to be— That bad boy? Yeah, that bad boy, and it helped him sell records. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that weird? Now, if you don't have a concert like that, people are upset today. But back in the day, it was like you couldn't have heard of it. Oh, they walked right on stage and carried them right on off that stage. Yeah. Nowadays, you got to do that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, all in all, though, the Bobby that I have met and the Bobby, I I Mm -hmm. love me some Bobby Brown. Me too. You know what I mean? The Bobby that I know that that I did the Essence Festival with so many years, Mm -hmm. I love that Bobby Brown. So, you know, I I guess I'm seeing the ups and downs that he had coming up, and, you know, I I have the Bobby that's after he's gone through all You know, and that's that's the weird thing, too. When you meet Bobby, it's, it's hard to imagine that he had the life that he had yeah. because he's such a down-to-earth person. So cool cat, man. He's a real cool yeah. guy. Yeah, I've met him a couple of times. Um, I met him at uh, Circle of Sisters in New York. Uh, he loves to prank calls, Tommy. He told me to tell you that. Yeah, I think you already know that. Did I tell you what he brother. told me, Carla? What did he say? He had, just, <laughs> he had just gotten in trouble for something and he got pulled over. Uh-huh. You know why I got pulled over? And they took me in. You know why? I said, why? Because I was listening to them prank calls. That's why I was like, nah, you're not going to blame that on me, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he's such a downer. You know what he told me? Mm, what, he, Jay? he didn't tell me anything. I just wanted to have one of them moments. Oh, oh you wanted <laughs> to have a moment? <laughs> no, I, no, I haven't. He didn't tell me a damn thing. He didn't say, he didn't say nothing to me. <laughs> a lot about Bobby. Bobby went through yeah. a lot, a lot of tragedies uh, in his life. I mean, him and Whitney both. I mean, age. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Him yeah. and Whitney together, man. It's just like, wow. Yeah. and uh, What a life they live, man. Yeah. And according to the movie, he found out that uh, Whitney was doing drugs on the day they got married. That's when he actually found that out. And then, you know, they became husband and wife. And then you know, the drugs and alcohol addiction was in full swing and his brother was concerned about him and, and his career was going down and he wasn't paying money and all they were doing was just getting high and it was um it was a lot to see that. You know, we learned about, you know, we were talking about it all morning, this shocking relationship that he had with Janet Jackson. I mean I heard about it right. back in the day, but I ain't know it was like that. He put Janet out the room. Are yeah. you a really <laughs> some kind of man? Boy, you some kind of upset when you put Janet Jackson out the damn yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's when you run back to the elevator. Girl, come here. I'm just playing. Come here. Come on. Come here, come here, I mean, girl. he bought her a car and everything, and she was like, What you doing? Like he wanted to take their relationship to the next level, according to this movie. And uh-huh. she didn't. You know, she was already involved with uh, somebody and that, that hurt him. And uh, you know, we just it was just a she lot. Was, uh, he was he was her first booty call. Okay. Mm. All right then. All right then. All righty, Jay.
Yeah, so jump in on the conversation. Hit us up on social media at Steve Harvey FM. Folks are tweeting about it this morning. Uh, part two tonight, the Bobby Brown story on BET starring Woody McCain, Gabrielle Dennis is Whitney Houston, Makai Pfeiffer, Tommy Brown, and Denisha Hopkins. We know her as former as Raina St. Patrick, baby girl from the TV show Power. Yeah, yeah, she's playing I'm glad Bobby she working. Christina. I'm glad she's working yeah. right after power. Yeah, That's good. She is playing the role of Bobby Christina. And part two is going to be really heavy. It talks about, you know, all the things the two that Bobby that went through. Coming Whitney yeah, and a lot of grieving and a lot of pain that he's going through. Yep. All right, call the nephew, 877-29-STEVE. You're calling this what, nephew? I'm not here to help you, but I want to hear what you're going through. This is our confessions right here, y'all. Confessions. Labor Day. Maybe weekend, the people who ain't here don't call in. Who knows? Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. The morning crew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The nephew is in the building right now. He is here with, what are you calling this, midweek confessions, this Labor Day confessions? Week Labor Day <laughs> Afterwards, Hump Day Wednesday uh-huh. weekend uh, midweek confessions. That's it. This is all that. This is where you all give me that. a call at 877-29-STEVE and you let me know, you know, what you did this past week or weekend and, um, you know, what? what you want to confess about. You don't leave your name. You don't want, you would never do that. All right. Uh-huh. You just give your boy a call. My booth, my confession booth is now open. 877-29-STEVE. Get a nephew a call. Hey, Tommy, can we do a part two to your question and ask them to do oh, Bobby Brown? Okay. Did they, did they see the Bobby Brown uh, uh, show last night? Yeah, we could do the that. The movie, part one. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. All right. All right. So we're talking about uh, your weekend or Labor Day or midweek confession, mm-hmm. along with give us a call if you want to comment on the Bobby Brown movie that uh, started um, last night mm-hmm. and they got another one. No, part two's tonight, right? Yeah, correct. There we go. All, All right, right, who we got? Uh, let's try C Mac from Delaware. Cat, let's try line five. C Mac. Good morning, morning crew. Good morning, C Mac. How you doing morning. this morning? I'm doing wonderful. All right. All I, right. Got a, I got a confession. Come on. I got a wife and two mistresses, and I'm like between the hard rock right now. Don't know what to do. Wait a minute. Let's slow it down, partner. We got. Oh. Let me write that down. Hold on, Carla. This is serious talk, man. <laughs> We got a wife and two mistress. Yes, sir. And you are between yes, a rock and a hard spot. Yeah, I'm thinking about this. Get my own place and call it C Mac Place. C Mac Place. Okay, let's. Really? Okay, so how long you been married? How long you been married, C Mac? Oh, uh, sixteen years. Sixteen yes. years. Time to get your own place. <laughs> what? I'm getting my own place. Yes, time. Okay, see back. Sixteen. I, I don't years. think it's going to change none. I think I'm still going to be the same person, you know, because yeah. I get a new batch every year. Yeah, but oh. you need your own place. Yeah, you get your own place. So when you say you get a new batch, you get you get new mistresses every year. Is that what happens? Yes. Okay. So so mm-hmm. you have two mistresses now. Mm-hmm. Do, do they know each other? Well, my wife found out about one of them. So. <gasps> She wow. called her and all that, but ain't nothing became of it. So you, I'm C Mac. I had that under control. C Mac. Okay, because I'm C Mac. <laughs> okay, okay. So C Mac. So wifey finds out when you say you had under control, you 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 still have that mistress. Yes, I do. Okay. Now, okay. What's and how long? Carla? You, how, no, Carla. What is? 
What did you say? I'm hearing moans and groans. What? What is? I'm not hearing no words, Carla. All I mean, huh? let, 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 we, Hey, hey, hey! We're in the booth. We're in the booth. This I'm is, in the booth. Right, in the, this is the confession booth. All right. We don't judge around here. Now, all right. I how, do. How long have you? Okay, you had this mistress. How long? The one that she found out about. Uh, the, the new batch one, uh, six months. Six months. Okay. Now tell yes. me, t- tell me about what is it so special about her that that you had to step out and 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 get a relationship with her instead of being at home with wife. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the problem is that I used to get you know my coat, my clothes on. I used to get a meal when I come home. This 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 new mistress. She's a chef, so she uh-huh. cooks for me, makes sure I got something to eat. If I need a couple of dollars, which I don't need, she it's gives me. It's hard you know, to leave she a looks sexy out for me. chef. She looks out Are for you me. kidding me, man? So you get you get great food and some pocket change if you need. Wow, wow. And more than that, and more than that, I, I'm gonna keep it clean. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, I'm, cool. I, I understand. But let me let, let's go back though, C Mac. So, d- does wifey cook? Like that, take care of you, you know what I'm saying? You know, because you've been married for 16 years, so something must be good, C-Mac. I was, I've been married 16 years to her, been with her 20, and okay. all that stuff just fell off all of a sudden. You know oh, I don't mean? be blaming just, her. Oh, I can't stand her. Hold on. We in the booth. I'm the breadwinner of the family now. Come on now. Can I ask a question? I, I don't mind you asking a question in my booth, right. Jay. Go I'm going to ask you a question. In, in the times that you've been married, how many mistresses have you had? Oh, my God. Whew. What? Uh, I can't count them. I so, can't okay, count. okay, okay. Let's do it like oh, this, C-Mac. Wow. You've been married for 16. When did you get that first mistress? What year were we on? Yeah. The same time I married her. You had a mistress from right. the beginning? Yes, sir. Wow. And she knew about it. She always had a mistress. Always. Always. Okay. Okay, C-Mac. So, so C-Mac, do she have a, uh, I don't know if this is a word or not, do she have a mistress? I don't know what she got. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, we can all join together, tell you the truth. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. C-Mac's plate. Because he's C-Mac. Yeah, yeah, you do need C-Mac plate, though. It's starting. <laughs> I, can, I can see where you're going with it. Now, tell me about the other mistress. One is a show. Oh, well, she just moved away, and she's younger. Oh. And I'm glad she moved away because she Me was crossing too. my pocket. She was digging in my pocket too much. Oh, the younger one needed money. Yeah, she was digging in my pocket. She don't need money. I, I can't do that. Okay. So that's why I got to get another batch. Another, well, she got to go. Okay. The young ones have to go. Okay, okay. So, so How we can. you, C-Mac? How we can you? look for you to get your C- C-Mac place up and running in the next six months. She said, how old am I calling? 58. Yeah. How oh. much? 58. Way too old. See, Mac, old school, girl. Tall, dark, and handsome. 6'2", you know 300 what? pounds. The phrase, you too old for that, is not going to work on C-Mac, okay? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. 6'2", 300 pounds? Well, Six, two, you can't ask him if he watched the Bobby Brown story because he's been busy, so that's a no. <laughs> All right, we got to go, C-Mac. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
We are in the middle of midweek confessions with the nephew, 877-29-STEVE, because what, nephew Tommy? I'm not here to help you. I just want to hear what you're going through. you got to give us a call. The booth is open. It is my booth. It's the confession booth. This is where you call and let me know what you did this past week that you are really not really feeling good about it, but you want to just get it off your chest. 877-29-STEVE. It's nephew Tommy's confessions. Give me a call right now. What you All got, right, Carl? Let's go to line uh, six, Tommy Charles from Columbia, South Carolina. Your hometown, Jay. Mm. Yeah, man. Charles. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on, Charles? Man, the booth is open. What's your confession, man? Uh-uh. Well, my, uh, this past Labor Day, this past Labor Day week, my wife had some issues with her car, mm-hmm. so I had to take her to um, I had to pick up some from my hair appointment. So I'm mm-hmm. walking in the hair appointment and. Lo and behold, it's just, we start talking, and the lady that's doing her hair is my old girlfriend back in college. Mm-hmm. She just moved to the area, they're talking and everything, and she looked at me, and I looked at her, and it's like, Magic. It's like, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? I didn't Jeez. say nothing to her, but she didn't say nothing to me, and it's been about like three or four days now. I ain't saying nothing to my wife. I ain't telling her. And she likes the lady. She likes the way she does her hair mm. and everything. And she, you know, thinking about going back and they talking about hanging out and stuff like that. But, you know. Did y'all I'm, hook up? No, no. They ain't hooked up. They, 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 they hooked eyes up. They eyes. Oh. They contact made. That's, that's what happened. Yeah, I looked at her. I, I looked at her. She looked at me. I was like, you know, eyes got real big and. She just got, you know, eyes got big, and you know, she just, uh-huh. you know, she's just talking to her. I'm just sitting there reading the magazine, just like I need to go back in the car and sit down. Yeah. I need to get a box here. Yeah, you, you know, most it. most men can't stay in the same room when something like that happens. Most men be like, ooh, I got mm-hmm. to get up out so, of here. So, <laughs> so let I don't me, know if I just say something to her, tell her like, hey, you should. You should, Tom. No, no. Why mess up a good hairdresser? Why do that? She needs to know who's doing her hair. And this this woman has history with our man. Why mess up this lady's money? But she she do good hair. You know, let her have it. You know, people that do hair, people that do hair, they ask, you know, where you're from and everything. And my wife told her where where she's from. She's like, oh, yeah, my husband's from there. We met there, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. So, you know, I tried to change the subject real quick, and she might put two and two together but but Tommy I ain't seen her in about 15 years she cold how she, how she looked bad. She, she still yeah. look good oh, she, she bad man she bad <laughs> and, and, her, and I, I know her hair was banging because most hairstylists they have be banging well, it's, down her, it's, it's down her back <laughs> and she doing her hair and everything we just talking just like man I got it I don't know Tell if I you know okay, okay but let, let me ask, let me ask you this though Charles ever since that day in the hair salon how many times have you thought about the hairstylist? Be Why real with me. Be real with me, Charles. Come on, Charles. I do, yeah. A little bit. I need I'm trying not to do nothing with my wife. I don't want to sweat it out, so she gotta go back to the body to be this alone. I ain't trying to beat man, but I'm I'm thinking about hitting her up on Facebook and just saying yeah. what's up to her, you know, yeah. hey, how you doing? I, you know, hey, let's keep it. You know, for business, professional, whatever. And she just Char- moved to Charles. If I was you, I'd uh, go in there and get me a perm and let her do my hair. If you know, if you want a seal, you know what I'm saying. If you just want a seal, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta go, go, Charles. <laughs> we'll be back with more. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, nephew, you are on fire this hour with your midweek confessions. Mm -hmm. They are really, really good. Come on now. Really good. I'm not here to help you. I'm just I'm here to hear what you're going through. Get on the line, <laughs> 877-29-STEVE. My booth is open. It is weekend confessions, midweek confessions, as Carla would say. And uh, we also got a part two. If you want to comment on the Bobby Brown movie that jumped off last night, part one was last night, part two is tonight. So we're going to... Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, leave that open for you if you want to discuss. But let's go, Carla. Who we got? Uh, let's go to Tampa, Florida, and talk to Robert. Uh-oh, Bobby uh -oh. on line four. Robert. Right. Hey, y'all ain't right Put me in there with Bobby like that. How y'all doing? <laughs> what's going That's on, man? Nice. What's your what's your confession this morning, Robert? Yes, sir. My confession, man, is, um, you know, I love my girl to death, mm -hmm. but I don't like her, Tommy. You love her, I don't but like you her, don't man. like her. I love her, but I just do not like her, man. And that's why I just learned that about a month or two ago. But you know what? It's a lot of men about four years. Mm. Sorry, it's a lot of men actually understand that statement. I love her, but I don't uh -oh. like her. But, but go ahead. Four years and what? I'm talking about, man. It's just she do some good things, man. But then sometimes she like every time we're watching a movie, she she got to talk. You know what I'm saying? But when she watches the movie, she don't want you to say nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I mean, when we're argument in the car, she real dangerous. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting hit in the car while I'm trying to drive. You know what I'm saying? She been but hit? I mean, it's, she it's, hit it's, you? She got the... Yo, of uh, course, man. I ain't hit no woman. I'm, I'm old school, man. I'm real man over here. Yeah, no, I get that. Like I'm that. just I'm talking about why you driving. She just popping you upside the head. What's she doing? Yeah, probably outside there trying to grab the real anything. Anything she see oh, fit. No, well, she no. going in on it. Mm, go, she going go. in on it and she going hard. Go ahead and defend this one, Carl. Well, no, I, I'm not, I don't condone the violence like that. She needs to keep her hands to herself. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. But we working, we working on that. It's just, it's taking me long. I mean, she, I mean, it's from a past relationship. You know, I know she had a lot of stuff that went on. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, and I just want to, I just want to be like, you know, the brothers got to step up out here. You know what I'm saying, we got, we got to tighten up, man, because we still got an obligation to treat these women right and like That's really right. bring them out of the stuff that we done went through all of the time, the 500. You know what I'm saying, if you want to talk about everything. Well, that you know, on. you know what, Rob, and I, you know, Rob, we got to bring them out of the things that they have gone through because they holding that. That, that grudge or whatever took place in that past relationship, man, and they bring it to the next relationship, right. and they expect right. they ought to even think that, to anticipate that the next man going to do the same thing when really we're trying to be a better man. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And we're getting the man. Yeah. I'm talking about, man, it ain't foul. Dude trying to be good. Dude trying to mm -hmm. read magazines, man, trying mm -hmm. to find out, okay, I can't, don't do this to the ladies. Don't do that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I mean, it's... It's rough, man. It's rough, and I really, I really just wanted to understand that. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just take a step back and look at what you got. You know, don't don so much on what happened in the past. Check out what you got right now. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, you know, that's all. That's my confession, man. I love my girl, man, but that's good, Robert. Well, you know, Robert, just keep keep pressing forward. It's gonna, it's gonna all come together, man. Just keep pressing yeah. forward. Keep doing the right thing, and that's it's all, all gonna hey, come you. together. That's it, Robert. All yeah. right, Bobby. You ain't, you ain't nothing like Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. We're going to wrap up the show. That was good, Nephew Weekend Confession. Yes, sir. And we'll come back closing remarks, maybe, from the Nephew and J. Anthony Brown at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, it's the last break of the day right now. What a My day, what a day. day. Yeah, yeah. Hump day, Wednesday, Woman Crush Wednesday, all of that. Um, Might as well hump if it's hump day. Mm. You went there, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have kept that one inside. I'm sorry. Uh-huh, inside voice, outside voice. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, last week, listen to this. We celebrated the uh, victory, the primary victory of Andrew Gullum. Gillum, I'm sorry. Gillum, the Democrat running for governor in Florida. And now, now, J. Anthony Brown, nephew Tommy, Boston, Massachusetts. Come on. We have to say congratulations to Ayanna Presley. Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah, last I night. You said Van Zant one. I couldn't say. <laughs> no, Hug your picture country. life, picture Hug your country. Hug your brother. Hug <laughs> your brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She can actually fix a life, though, Jay. She, had, yeah, she, she does She good. can straighten she, some people she's out, really man. She's really good, She's yeah. really good, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But congratulations again to y- to Ayanna Presley last night. Congratulations, defeated, yes. Yes, 10-term Democratic Representative Mike Capiano in Boston. Now, Ayanna is a rising star in the Democratic Party, and it seems like that the party voters, they want change. They want a new look for the Democrats and uh, minorities and women. So this is an important, important time. you got to vote in the primaries, and you have to get ready to vote for the midterm yes, election. Please, stay mad enough yeah. to vote if you're mad. That's right. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Really. Stay mad enough to vote. Go to uh, former First Lady Michelle Obama. She has a voter registration and a voter information initiative and you can go to the website at whenwevote.org whenwevote.org you can get information and you can also register to vote whenwevote.org and if you can hear my voice you can hear us the state of florida the entire state of florida y'all got to get out and vote this midterm election everywhere but especially you can do it it can be done okay we can get this done we can get it. Down. I think I think you know what I think, guys? I mm. think uh the younger generation is actually gonna be the turning point. That's what I think is gonna really get out and vote this time. I think that's uh-huh. what's gonna make a difference. I really do. Yeah, we need I it. encourage need you all. Mm-hmm. Especially you all that just got there and you're now able to vote. Please make sure yeah. you get out and vote. Because I don't think they're feeling all this hate that's coming from the other side. They, they, they're not with that. They don't live that type of life, you know. They, they're about mingling right. and making friends and internetting and it's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and they also, you know, the message is if you're, I like what you're saying, Tommy, about talking to young people about voting. If you're of age and you're able to vote, do not wait and say, oh, well, this is not a presidential election year, so I'm not going to vote. You have to vote now. You have to vote in these midterm elections coming up on November 6th. Exercise your right to vote. This is local elections, judges. Yeah, midterms and are really the most and, important and, because they affect you personally. I mean, you see when yeah. your neighborhood changes, that has to do with a lot of midterm elections. And if you don't get the people in, then there's nothing going to be there for you. So, yeah, it affects your community as well. It affects your community a lot. You're right. Mm-hmm. You know what, Carla? When I really mm-hmm. got the, the the voting energy is when I got to. I mean, you you and I were down the street from each other going to school, but I was at Texas A&M. You were at Prairie View, but just the energy of the student body. Yeah. Every, the whole thing was, man, we, we got to vote. We got to vote. We got to vote. And we we were so right. we, we registered on campus. We did everything necessary and made sure everybody got voted. And we, we really pushed the issue of making sure you were registered and you voted every time uh, uh, the terms came around. So 
You got to yeah. do it. But, but college was the big turning point for me as far as voting is concerned. Absolutely right. And just like we were talking about Andrew Gillum from uh, the former mayor of Tallahassee, which, you know, Tallahassee is home of Florida A&M University, the right. Rattlers. That is a big HBCU uh, school. So, you know, Howard University, all of these HBCUs, you know, we're on the home station there. You guys got to get out, register to vote. Young people, midterm elections, very important for the House and the Congress. I mean, Jay, you, you watch news. Jay Anthony Brown, he watches the news all the time. He's mm-hmm. up on what's going on with the president and what's happening. Uh, Supreme Court justice, you saw yesterday uh, the oh hearings, the confirmation hearings and the protests and things that are going on. You need to understand and know what these people, what their policies are, yeah. what they stand on different issues that can affect you and your future. So you got to make sure that you register and go out and vote. They got a yeah. file that's 40 something thousand pages. But that's yeah. not all of it. You know, that's, that's it's not, not all of it. And, and yeah. but they haven't even been able to read 10 percent of that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. as far as what's what's the guy that's there up that's up for the um, Judge Brett Kavanaugh. 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 Mm-hmm. So, you know, what they're asking is, we need time to go through this. And y'all trying to rush the issue. And And we need the rest of the papers. 40,000 is not all of the papers that they have. They have a lot of information that they've decided not to give. And when they say, you know, if you want to make, choose judges, then you got to win elections. Well, that didn't happen when Barack Obama tried to uh, uh, appoint a judge because they wouldn't put it on the floor at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They waited. They waited till they he waited. was gone. They, w- yeah. they waited till he was gone, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to get out, <sighs> register to vote. We please, can't say it please enough. get out, register to vote, yeah, mm-hmm. and vote. WhenWeVote.org is, like I said, it's former First Lady Michelle Obama's voter initiative. Chris Paul, Tom Hanks, a lot of star power, a lot of celebrities are a part of uh, Michelle Obama's voter initiative. WhenWeVote.org, go right now. Register. Midterm, baby, let's get it. November's on the way. <laughs> we got work to do. Well, thank you, everyone. Have a good Wednesday. Good show, Hump day. baby. Hump day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. 
and we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 